0: Hola, amigos. This is Sound and Vision here on KXP 90.3 FM Seattle, where the music matters, donde la música importa. My name is Albina Cabrera, Latin American content producer and co-host of El Sonido. And this is our celebration of the best Latin music of 2022. And we made a a huge list with around 40 two albums that it's now a Bible on our website, kxp.org, along with some thoughts by two of my favorite writers. We have a Triente of Chisme today to share, <laughs> and it's an honor to have Nuria Net, a music journalist, host, producer, originally from Puerto Rico, and after several years in New York City, she's now based in Madrid, and there she started Coctelera Music, a company uh, dedicated to creating and producing podcasts. And she's also a great radio host. Welcome, Nuria. Bienvenida. Hola. Thank you for having me. Que emoción, Nuria. Thank you so much. We also have uh, my querido Richard Villegas here, and <laughs> he writes for. Rolling Stone, Billboard, Bandcamp Daily. He is the host of Song Mess, my favorite podcast about alternative Latin music. And uh, he's originally from New York. He grew up in the Dominican Republic and now is based in Mexico City. And I'm saying now is based in Mexico City because Richard lived like in several countries uh, around <laughs> Latin America. It's not the first time that Richard is here on KXP. So welcome back, amigo. ¿Cómo estás?
1: I'm I'm very well.
0: It's so strange to
1: speak to you in English because I'm so used to chisme en español. Uh, but, no sé. <laughs> but little by
0: little, you know, this is the first time that we are doing this. So hopefully next year we can do this in both languages.
1: Yes, but I'm Pero thrilled to be, be todo,
2: here. Pero le damos a todo, le damos a
0: todo. Sí, a todo, total, totalmente. En
1: excelente compañía.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much both. And Richard and Nuria are here with me to talk about this Big picture of the year in Latin music, but also we're going to share a couple of their favorite songs of 2022. You can read the full piece on KXP.org in English y en español también, mis amigos, así que empecemos. We're going to start with Richard. Richard, you wrote about two albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, Last Spa on Earth by Divino Nino, a great band from Chicago. They did a live on Kixby session in 2022, and you can watch that on our YouTube channel. <laughs> but you also wrote about another key album and artist, Medio Piki. And yes. last March, we went together. It was my first time in the Caribe. So we went to Dominican Republic and yes. we saw Medio Piki live. So <laughs> tell us some more about this amazing producer and this album in particular.
1: Medio Piqui, I think, is one of like the top producers working in Dominican Republic right now. He and uh, another producer called Diego Raposo have been sort of taking this the dembow sound and reggaeton that are brewing in the underground in, in Dominican Republic and taking it elsewhere and collaborating with many, many other artists, international artists like Jarina de Marco or Esti. And uh, Medio Piqui himself is kind of just like a volatile explosion of music because he just draws from everything. He's unafraid. Uh, He throws himself completely into experiments and and strange ideas and weird hybrids. So this year, uh, he put out an album, a self-titled album. Again, it's called Medio Piqui. It's split into two, dizzying halves. So you have Medio and you have piki. And so the second half, Piqui, it's very like uh, Reggaeton Dembo. It's designed for the dance floor. But the first half are like his wild experiments. So a lot of sort of like garage then mixed with house or mixed with Reggaeton. And you're like, huh? Because it feels fun. There is still sort of somewhat political messaging in this first half. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has a song uh, called... Who Am Yo, which is sort of about not only like society trying to decide who you are and how you fit in, but also like how we project ourselves onto other people. You know, same with like El Dinero uh, is a fantastic song that I love from this record where he basically is talking about like, you know, the new normal is the same as it always was. It's just that people are making more money off it. The song that I chose to highlight is called uh, Quién Te Llamo, which I think does a really great job of sort of capturing like a snapshot of this first half of the album because it mixes metal and reggaeton. It sounds like Slayer doing a perreo, and I'm obsessed with it.
0: That was Quien Te Llamo by Medio Piki, and um, that track was chosen as a KXP's song of the day during Akiahora 2022. Our special programming for Latinx Heritage Month, you can go to kxp.org slash to read more about Latin music in English and también en Español. 2022 we talked a lot about two albums globally Un Verano Sin Ti de Badoani y Rosalía um, y Mami" de Rosalía Master thesis from my personal perspective so we are going to talk about Benito later <laughs> but now is the turn of La Motomami here and I would like to start with the first line like the first question that you wrote <laughs> uh, Nuria how dare she I mean, what can we say about that
2: yeah, that's what everyone, you know, they criticize her for for everything. How dare she, you know, do reggaeton? How dare she be sexual? How dare she mix all these genres? How dare she? First, they criticize her for doing flamenco in El Marquerer. And now they're like, why did she dare not do fl- in, more flamenco in Motomami? You know, so I think... Uh, it has a lot to do with being a woman. And, you know, obviously criticisms are always valid, but I think in her case, she's su- such a studious artist. You know, she doesn't just pick and choose things superficially because her ANR rep told her to, it, it's good for her marketing. It's like, no, she really, you know, she takes those references seriously. She studies them. She's very meticulous. And, you know, I think she experimented and, and, and was very, brave in in, in doing this Motomami concept album. And I do think she succeeded. She also collaborated with a lot of producers and other songwriters. She's always involved in the process. But what's fascinating to me is that it always sounds like Rosalia, even though she takes from a lot of of places, it ends up sounding just like Rosalia. And I think that's so rare.
0: Yeah. And I think... The connection that I can see, obviously, on Un Verano Sin Ti, Motomami, uh, was the Caribe. And uh, and to me, like since I moved to the States, I could see more clearly the diaspora, but also the huge influence that the Caribe uh, has for all the music industry and how everything is changing a little bit. I I would like to see more alternative Caribbean artists. Back to Motomami and La Rosalía. Which song are we going to share?
2: Let's listen to Conviver Sacha because I think it, you know, it shows, it illustrates a lot of things from the album. Like, first of all, it's fun. Like, that's another thing people really got, I guess, mad at Rosalia. I do love the humor in this album and this song, you know, it has that, it's danceable. It has Tokisha, obviously, an artist from the Dominican Republic. It has very elaborate melodies and obviously you can hear Rosalia's Pristine voice, but it's also, you know,
0: it's it's fun. <laughs> Convi, Versace, Rosalía here on KXP, part of the best music of 2022. Go to KXP.org and read more about this. And now it's my turn, but I know that Nuria and Richard know this Argentinian MC very well. I'm going to talk about Trueno and his latest album, Bien o Mal. Uh, first, I would like to say that we're living in a strong moment for rapping Espanol and in, in Latin America, and Entreno is a crucial piece in, in this puzzle. Uh, he's not only well known in in Argentina and in Latin America but with this album bien omal he did a huge tour around Europe to me bien omal uh, his second uh, LP to me is like a tribute to the Argentine culture then the last uh, couple of years we we saw like a this new wave of uh, trap artists and mcs from South America specifically from Chile and Argentina and uh, to me, Treno is part of this that new generation. I don't know like what rock was for the generation growing up in the 90s mm-hmm. uh, or the cumbia villera in the early 2000s in, in mm-hmm. Argentina. The, the freestyle battles is for today's youth, I think, the place for that creativity and that expression. And in Bien o Mal, Treno speaks about Latin American identity. He is still talking about what happened during the dictatorships in Latin America in the 70s, and he has 20 years old. So that, to me, is really important because basically everyone is saying that, oh, the new youth, they forgot about everything. They they don't care about anything, uh, about our culture. And it's not the case of Trueno, who he was born in La Boca. La Boca is Super Barrio Popular in the south part of uh, Ciudad de Buenos Aires. But the song that I would like to share is called um, Tierra Santa. Uh, that maybe you heard that song with Argenti- when Argentina won the <laughs> World Cup because it was one of the songs that the team uh, picked for okay. that moment. And... Um, that song is very important because, again, he's talking about the identity, about the power of uh, memory and human rights in Argentina. And he called uh, two different collaborators the legendary folk artist Victor Heredia and Lacharo, who is a singer uh, from the indigenous communities in the north of Argentina, uh, Chaco, the province. Si preguntan quién soy, que llevo so, to me, it's super powerful. It's my favorite track of Mal, and I hope you like it. <inaudible> The next uh, two songs that we are going to to share are the favorite songs by Nuria and, and Richard. And let's start with Richard, because we were talking about Argentina and he went to Buenos Aires during the KXP Live from Argentina sessions with KXP. And he also explored my country like very, very well. And I know that the (laughs) artist that we are going to share is also from Argentina. I actually have been
1: around Argentina a bit. On this trip I got to visit Buenos Aires, Mar del Plata and La Plata. Uh, on previous occasions I've actually visited Mendoza, which is I know your hometown. So when you asked me like what what was like the song of the year or something like that, obviously like I think Andrea, you know, with Bad Bunny and Buscabulla is definitely needs to be in that
2: conversation. Okay, okay.
1: I think Julieta Venegas with, um, oh gosh, what's this Alexander. song? Camino Sola. Camino Sola, yes, but it's produced by Alex I think those two songs are like really important. But they're mainstream artists, and I'd like to use these opportunities to highlight underground artists, artists that people at home should listen to. And so I wanted to take this opportunity to highlight Sara Malacara, who is from Argentina. Sara Malacara put out an EP called Eclipse. Eclipse, really. I wanted to feature the lead single from the EP, which is called Chrome. It's techno hyperpop delivered with like a trap sort of flow I saw I was watching on Instagram stories the, the official launch of this record back in Buenos Aires she performed like two halves one dressed as like an angel dressed in white with like a giant wings and then like there's a small intermission or costume change and she comes out in the exact same outfit but in all black and it's just like whoa crazy and again this is Sara Malacara the song is chrome off her EP Eclipse you gotta check it out
0: Nuria, I would like to know like, uh, what music was in your headphones the most this year.
2: Well, I wanted to choose one song from the album that I listened to the most, but it was impossible because it really is a concept album that you have to listen from beginning to end. Like, You cannot choose one. And that album is by two artists. They're an indie band called Los Estanques from here, from, from Spain, and a singer-songwriter called Annie B. Sweet. Also, Spanish artists, they got together. You know, they had their careers going. Everything was fine. And Evie Sweet, a bit more known. But, you know, she's never had, like, huge success. Mm-hmm. Los Estanques, pretty underground, like a prog rock band. They got together initially to write one song. But they ended up doing an entire album that is called Burbuja Comoda y Elefante Inesperado. And the album is a little bit over 30 minutes long. Again, it's an entire... Viaje, it's a journey. It's it sounds like the 70s, it's super prog rock, but it's very melodic as well. Uh, Annie takes care of the main vocals, she has an amazing voice. Inigo, who's the lead singer of Los Estanques, is sometimes does vocals with her, but also mainly on piano, and it's just like amazing. I, I did see them live, they performed the entire album beginning to end live and it sounded incredible I think it was the best show I saw this year but anyway go check out that album because I couldn't choose one song So the song that I did choose uh, as my song of the year, it had to be Andrea by Batoni featuring Buscabulla. Why? And I I thought hard about this. You know, never in my lifetime I would think that a reggaetonero would sing about a woman, a a girl, you know, like about seeing her and her struggles, And her aspirations and her hopes, and that's what Andrea, the song, talks about. This girl called Andrea and what she aspires to be in an island that's not too friendly to young, independent women. And on top of that, never in my wildest dreams I would ever think that my friends, Raquel y Luis (laughs) from Buscabulla, this little indie band that they started in Brooklyn when they were pregnant with their baby you know, that they would get invited to, to be in this track and they made an amazing collaboration and this song has been heard millions of times around the world. And they were able to also sing with him on his huge tour. So it just speaks to so many things. And also about Benito, he might be the biggest artist in the world, but he keeps at least he's trying to elevate, right, other other people. A show in, in Puerto Rico when he kicked of the tour, you know, it was Young Miko Villano Antillano, and now. Three young girls f- from the urban scene, super independent. Who did he bring to this album, to the biggest album of 2022? And not only Buscabuya, also the Marias from LA. No sé que Bombasteria, which you know, they're more well known, but no one would expect that. So I, I do have to give it to, to Benito, you know, and Andrea, I think it, it's very special.
0: Something that I love about that track, uh, I, I had the opportunity to talk with Raquel about that moment when Benito called them, you know, like three weeks before he released the album. I oh was like, yeah. <laughs> OK, let's do a song, you know. And and something that I love about that, uh, Andrea, is that you can recognize like two parts uh, in the song. And the last part is 100% Buscabulla, and uh, and uh, she was telling me Raquel was telling me that uh, yes, but Bunny told them like yes, please put all yourself there, just finish the song, and uh, I want to hear Buya and basically it was what, bueno, at least personally uh, my favorite, one of my favorite tracks of y No City.
1: I would like to add as well that like that's one of my favorite trends that I think I've noticed this year because I again I mentioned I'm sorry Nuria if I, I didn't mean to spoil that <laughs> I really liked that's Andrea great. but I also mentioned Julieta Venegas you know working with With Alex Ambanter, or if you think about Rosalia collaborating now twice with Tokisha, it's just these mainstream artists looking to the underground not only for inspiration, but also being like, here's the mic, or here's the, you know, sit in the production chair like, Mm -hmm. let's get your name out there, let's get your work out there, and again with with Bad Bunny and all these artists that he invited, it wasn't just like, oh, come and jump on my song, it was like, no, do your thing and I'll get on that. And that to me is really cool. It's just like, it's it's a true showcase of these artists, not just putting their name out there, which obviously helps, but it's just like showcasing their sound while you're at it. And that stays with people. And and I just have to say like the final dates of, of the of Bad Bunny's Un Verano Sin Ti Tour, the world's hottest tour. We're in Mexico City at El Estadio Azteca and just watching Buscabulla come out and, you know, performing for 90,000 people, you know, in this sold-out stadium. It's just like, oh, like my heart sang. It's just watching wow. Luifre up there going crazy on the bass, you know, <laughs> Bayroa oh, looking looking like the only hype beast, and obviously Raquel, you know, <laughs> like dressed as a sailor. I'm like, yes, this is, yes, mi Puerto Rico, mi país, you know. Just <laughs> Guys, dreams do
2: come true. They started their band in the in their 30s dreams do come true you know they had their day jobs maybe we studied you know he played music for a longer time but you know they made it happen again with a with a family with a baby daughter going back to puerto rico with all all the complications that entails so yeah super super inspiring
0: Thanks a lot, uh, Richard, Nuria, for this time here with us with KEXP, and um, yes, it was super
2: fun.
1: Always a pleasure. Thank you, thank you for having us, and me, and and again to the listeners at home. Remember to support local.
2: Much uh, gracias. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time twenty dollars donation to help support this show at
0: kexp dot slash sound.